I'll tell you where Ska came from. Ska came from my husband, Clement Seymour Dodd. Whenever he used to be in the studios with his musicians, he would just come in and he has an idea and he would just come in and say, Ska, 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 just to get the beat. And you would hear the music going the same way. Yeah, that's it. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Fenster's Funky Sevens. My name is Fenster. The idea behind this podcast is that I'm a record collector and I have a large collection of 7-inch singles. So each episode I take 7 of those 7-inch singles and I rearrange them into some sort of theme or genre. And so the theme for this episode is Ireland's first blue beat record and the origins of ska. Ah, that is a good idea. You are right in saying when I hear the jazz singers singing like Louis Armstrong, they do everything with their mouth, that is a musical instrument. So the ska could have been how the artists express how they wanted the music to sound. On Twitter a few years ago, Phonic Underground, whose address is at phi underscore fry, shared a song and said, from Ballantubber Roscommon, is this the first Irish blue beat record? The tune was from Houston Wells and the Premier Aces and was called Above and Beyond. And when I listened to it, he was absolutely right. There was a definitive ska, blue beat, Jamaican influence going on here. True love, honey, honey can't find. months later as Ireland went into its second Covid lockdown I started to get a little bit obsessed with this song. An Irish show band from Roscommon, the very rural heartland of Ireland, a place not known now or then for any kind of musical or cultural innovation, was making ska influenced tunes in 1966. I had to try and find out more. How the world came to the dance uh, We had a friend named Scatter. Right? It came off of his name. Don't make them tell you no foolishness about it come. It come off of Luke and Charles Street. Scatter name. It just have your scat mean move. I was telling Duke with Dan Coxon, I have come. Move. So let's look at what an Irish show band is. A show band is essentially a downsized big band, usually with seven or eight members. These bands toured around rural Ireland playing dance halls, which were often not much more than barns, in 1960s. They were hugely popular and often the only source of entertainment in the countryside. 
My mother from County Mayo was a big show band fan and actually saw the Premier Aces play a number of times. Musically, they played standards, some crowd favourites and the pop hits of the day. The music policy was pretty safe, but the musicians themselves were usually very talented, versatile performers, able to switch between musical styles with ease. The biggest song to emerge from the show band scene was The Hucklebook, a cover of a 1949 US jazz record. And this version is performed by Brendan Boyer with the Royal Show Band in 1965. Premier Aces started in the early 50s as the Pioneer Aces, but they had a dispute with the Total Abstinence Society over their eligibility to use that name, and so became the Premier Aces, who at this time counted the man with the golden trumpet, Johnny Carroll. Your uncle used to like to play his DVD at Christmas as a member. Here's a later tune of theirs with singer Shane O'Hara, which will do nothing to dispel any myths that the show band scene is just full of schmaltz. This is Two Little Boys from 1969. When I awake every morning And find that you're not here with me Tears start to When on a spring tour of the UK, because Irish people didn't go out during the six weeks of Lent, they met up with singer Andy Smith, who went under the much more country-sounding name of Houston Wells. The band and singer gelled very well together, and the Aces invited Houston to become their lead singer. Houston had had some chart success in 1963 with Only the Heartaches, which was produced by Joe Meek, who we last met in Fenster's Funky 7, Episode 2. And you can definitely hear some of Joe's forward-thinking production skills at work here. I met her at Clancy's because of my troubles. A woman with beauty for all men to see. She fed me my whiskey and gave me a six-gun. Said the fools do the digging, smart men work for me. There's gold in the mountains, gold in the valleys, gold in the rivers, and gold in the sea. Fortunes are waiting for men to claim them. So we have an Irish country show band and an English country singer 
in the Irish countryside. Nothing here is pointing to the scatastic Jamaican flavoured session I was hoping. Maybe there's a clue in the song itself. Above and Beyond the Call of Love was first recorded by American country singer Wynne Stewart in 1959, but it was Buck Owens who scored a big hit with it in 1960. My mother remembers this version fondly. Sadly, anyone looking for any evidence of blood clart rhythms will be left severely disappointed. Well, I'll give you love that's above and beyond the call of love, and I'll never ever make you cry. I guess I'll give you love that's above and beyond the call of love, and I love something that money can't buy. Well, a poor boy's chances for a pretty girl's glances are sometimes very few. Though I've got no money, if you'll be my honey, here's what I'll offer you. Well, I'll give you love. So let's take a look at the other side of the puzzle. Blue Beat refers to Blue Beat Records, which was based in London and set up in 1960. Its purpose was to license and release in the UK the blues and R&B music that was being made in Jamaica at the time blues with a beat. The first release was Laurel Aiken's Boogie Rock in 1960. But Blue Beat was not a new company, it was a subsidiary of Melodisc, which was established in 1949 to release American jazz to the UK market, particularly a series of recorded concerts, Jazz at the Philharmonic. An early release was called After You've Gone and featured, for one of the first times on record, Charlie Parker on saxophone. In the early 50s, Melodisc started to focus on serving the musical needs of the growing population of migrant workers who were arriving to rebuild Britain after the war. One group Melodisc started to cater for was the Afro-Caribbean community. They started to release Calypso from Trinidad and Tobago and Mento from Jamaica. Although these styles of music develop separately, they share influences from both African and European music. An early Calypso star had the incredible name of Lord Invader. This is Roman Coca-Cola from 1944. And when the Yankees first went to Trinidad, some of the young girls were more than glad. They said that the Yankees treat them nice. And they give them a better price. They buy rum and Coca-Cola. When John Point Fumana, both mothers and daughters working for their Yankee dollars. And Coca-Cola, John Point Fumana, both mothers and daughters working for the Yankee dollars. Look, I had a little the other day, but her mother came and took her away. Herself, her mother, and her sisters went in a cab with some soldiers. They bought rum and coke for gold. Went from point to manna, 
This song about the preferred customers of the sex workers of Trinidad was also a huge hit in a cleaned up form for the Andrews sisters in 1945. They make you feel so very glad Calypso sing and make up rhyme Guarantee you one real good fine time Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down point Kumana Both mother and daughter Working for the Yankee dollar Oh, beat it, man, beat it Since the Yankee come to Trinidad Another big name of the Calypso sound was Paddington's BFF Lord Kitchener and his clarion call to immigration to the UK, London is the place for me, recorded in 1951. person most responsible for putting Calypso on the world stage was recently deceased Harry Belafonte, born in New York to Jamaican parents. The songs that made Belafonte's name were not Calypso at all, but Mento. Probably his most famous song, Deo, the banana boat song, is a reworking of a traditional Jamaican folk song, Hill and Gully Rider, that was probably a hundred years old when he recorded it in 1957. Deo! Daylight come and me won't go home. Work all night and I drink a rum. Daylight come and me won't go home. Stack banana till the morning come. Daylight come and me won't go home. Come, Mister Tallyman, tally me banana. Daylight come and 
Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. We like come and we want go home. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. We like come and we want go home. Deo, deo. We like come and we want go home. De. Incidentally, another version of the song that was popular at the time was by the Tarriers, featuring lead vocals from Little Miss Sunshine himself, Alan Arkin. Popular mento singers included Louise Bennett, who was one of the first to sing in Jamaican Patois. This is Bongo Man from 1950. <laughs> Another performer with an excellent name, Lord Flea, who sang Magic Composer in 1957. Set bandy cover, we vend the barge from boiling over. Get the curry, get the coriana, get the mossy, get the mossyana, get the spice, spice down the badge. When I sing, I put Gelfi wonder. Bring them in number and make them surrender. Just because I'm a badge composer. This year badge never make any blunder. Bam bam, badge composer. Of course, Mellow This continued to release American jazz, blues and R&B and other forms of black music from around the world. But as an aside, another immigrant community Mellow This catered to was the Irish. And in 1951 released work from a singer from my father's hometown of Claremorris in County Mayo, Delia Murphy. Murphy was an interesting character. Her Irish parents had returned from America after making their fortune in the gold rush. They bought a large estate and when Delia was young, they used to let travellers camp on their land. Delia learned the travellers' folk songs and went on to be the first person to record many of them. 
During World War II, she worked in the Vatican as an aide to Irish priest Hugh O'Flaherty, who was responsible for hiding over 6,500 Jews and Allied soldiers from capture by the Nazis. Maybe Delia was the Irish Alan Lomax and Mimi Reinhardt rolled into one. Here's The Waking Kildare by Delia Murphy and the Kerry Band, released on Mellow Disc in 1951. In the 50s, Jamaica saw a rise in the popularity of sound system culture large outdoor parties where DJs, known as the selector, would play records through increasingly louder and more sophisticated speaker systems. Two of the biggest names were the Downbeat Sound System, run by Clement Cox and Dodd, and the Trojan Sound from Duke Reed. The music at these parties was usually American R&B, and a huge rivalry developed between sounds about who could source the latest and best records from the United States. A particular style of R&B known as Shuffle became the preferred type of tune to dance to. A good example of this is Fats Domino's Be My Guest from An earlier shuffle tune that was very popular was one that was introduced to the sound systems by Island Records founder Chris Blackwell. This was Barbie Gay from 1956. The song credits notorious New York music industry gangster Morris Levy as co-writer. This is My Boy Lollipop. My boy Lollipop A 1958 shuffle song that was a huge hit on the sound systems, so much so that it became known as Coxon's Hop, was by Florida-based Willis Jackson. This song would go on to have a heavy influence on the Jamaican music in the future. This is Later for the Gator.
In the late 50s and early 60s, black American music started to move away from R&B into the soul sound, and the Jamaican sound system saw the supply of records in the preferred shuffle style start to dry up. Not to be outdone, sound systems set about creating their own music to play at parties. The musicians took the shuffle of the American R&B and melded it with the mento and calypso sound, and so ska was born. The origin of the name ska is hotly disputed, but to me the most plausible explanation is that it was the sound that Coxon used to describe how he wanted the guitars to sound on the records he was producing. Ska, 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 ska. Theo Beckford's Easy Snapping, released in 1959, is considered by many to be the first ska song. Jamaican musical output really ramped up in this period and as mentioned earlier, Melodisc felt it needed to establish the Bluebeat label to sell it to the UK. Perhaps the artist most responsible for the distinctive sound of ska we know today was Prince Buster. You can hear the development of the sound through the Prince Buster records that were released on Bluebeat. From 1961, here's Little Honey. No one but you Bought you a ring, a real diamond thing. 
1962, there was Crying Over You. Everybody should be familiar with 1964's Al Capone, an absolute classic. Nineteen sixty-four was a very exciting year for ska. Jamaica had become independent from Britain in nineteen sixty-two, which is an excellent thing for any country to do. And ska had become adopted as a unique Jamaican cultural identity. It was used as a way to attract visitors to the island. The Jamaican Information Service produced a film, This Is Ska, with performances from artists including Jimmy Cliff, The Maytals, and The Charmers. The aim was to introduce the music and to teach tourists how to dance. The upper-class resorts they were trying to fill were a long way from the outdoor sound system parties. Since 1959, the West End of Kingston, Jamaica, has throbbed with a musical beat. A hypnotic sound of surging excitement and power. People hearing it became caught up in a frenzy and couldn't help moving to this pulsating, almost religious beat. This is 
the Jamaican Tourist Board sent a delegation of ska musicians to the 1964 World's Fair in New York. And former Mickey Mouse Club musketeer and beach movie actress Annette Funicello put a version of Byron Lee and the Dragonair's Jamaica Ska on her Pajama Party album. Here she is performing it with Bob Hope on a TV special. How about doing something from your uh, Pajama Party album? Great! Do you think I can handle that stuff? Oh, sure you I can. think I can. I'll have a go. <laughs> All right, go, Les. Ska, ska, ska. Jamaica ska. Not many people can cha cha cha. Not everybody can do the twist. But everybody can do the ska. It's the new dance you can't resist. Ska, ska, ska. Jamaica ska. Everybody can do the ska It's the new dance you can't resist Now bow your head I certainly will Swing your arms Here we go Shake your hips Yeah Now do a dip Prince Buster travelled to London in February 1964 and was greeted by a group of fans at the airport. Bluebeat records were very popular on the mod scene and were regularly played alongside American jazz, soul and R&B around the club scene of Soho, particularly the Flamingo. Buster danced a twist at the airport with an absolutely fascinating character, Brigitte Bond, a transgender singer, dancer and cabaret performer. A photo from this moment was the inspiration for two-tone band The Beat's Beat Girl logo 15 years later. Brigitte released a tune on Blue Beat called Blue Beat Baby, which is also the title of a great documentary on YouTube that you should look up. Blue Beat Baby, the untold story of Brigitte. <laughs> Chris Blackwell, last seen hustling R&B to the Jamaican sound systems, had moved to England in 1962 to promote Jamaican music and his own Island Records label. He had brought Jamaican teen singer Millie Small to London as he felt she had potential to become a star. He was searching for a suitable song to be Millie's fourth single when he remembered one that was very successful on the sound systems. My Boy Lollipop went on to be a huge international hit, reaching number two in the UK and USA, top ten in Germany, Canada and Australia, and number one in Ireland. It sold seven million copies, giving Island Records financial security, and was the first time many people around the world heard ska. <laughs> Well, I 
London jazz R&B combo, who at times had Charlie Watts from the Rolling Stones as their drummer, the McGill Five released a bluebeat version of folk tune Mockingbird Hill the same week as My Boy Lollipop and scored themselves a top 10 UK hit. Top Mod and house band of the Flamingo, Georgie Fame and the Blue Flames released their first EP, Rhythm and Blue Beat, which contained a cover of Prince Buster's song Madness. Madness, madness, they call it madness. Madness, madness, they call it madness. It is strange to see that is what they mean to me. Madness, madness, I call it gladness. Madness. Even with all this momentum behind it, the ska bluebeat sound failed to take the world by storm. Millie's success was seen as a novelty hit. It wasn't until later in the 60s when ska was progressing into rocksteady and into reggae that it captured the imagination of the world's youth. I let middle-class white boy from Oxford and honorary Jamaican rude boy David Rodigan share his experience. The first encounter with it was 1964 when I heard this record called My Boy Lollipop and there was a show called Ready Steady Go and she sang it on there and it was also a pop chart hit and I remember there was a program called um, Jukebox Jury and they reviewed it and they discussed this new sound that had come from Jamaica called Blue Beat because that was the record label it was issued on and I wasn't really, I mean I was aware of it but it was in 66 that it really hit me, 67 when I heard records by Prince Buster notably Al Capone and the Guns of Navarone by the Scatterlights, and that's where the fever began. It was the 67, it was the original summer of love, we had flowers in our hair, and it was an amazingly hot summer, and this music was everywhere. This music had an incredible energy that I simply couldn't resist. It. The coffee shops, nightclubs, and cabaret shows of Soho are a long way from the pubs, GAA clubs, and dance halls of Roscommon. And while there might be a dissertation in comparing the social function of the Irish showband scene and the sound systems of Jamaica, musically they were pretty much poles apart. Above and Beyond came out in January 1966, My Boy Lollipop in March 1964, almost two years, which might as well be a thousand years in terms of 1960s pop music. We are no closer to solving the puzzle of the first Irish Bluebeat record. Maybe we need some help from something more familiar to every Irish person. It's The Late Late Show, and here is your host, Gay Byrne. The Late Late Show is the long-running Irish TV chat show. The show started in 1962, and that piece of music, adapted from a Chris Andrews song, has been its theme song since 1971. Chris Andrews' first success in the music industry was as a songwriter for Adam Fate and Sandy Shaw. But in 1965, he started his own singing career and had two monster hits in Ireland with his brand of Bluebeat-inspired pop music. Yesterday Man in November 1965, which got to number one. I'm her yesterday man. Right. 
and To Whom It Concerns in January 1966, the song that the Late Late Show team is adapted from. My friends, please hear me do. I've got a message just for you. I have no doubt that Houston and the Premier Aces would have added both of these songs to their repertoire and I'm sure the bouncy energetic rhythm of both was a big hit with the crowd. They seem like perfect last song of the night tunes to me. The band obviously wanted to record a song of their own in a similar style. So that brings us to the last piece of the puzzle, the song itself. What did Houston and the Aces hear in the country twang of Above and Beyond that they deemed it suitable for blue beatification? It's my opinion that they didn't do a Buck Owens cover version at all, but a Bobby Bear cover. American country singer Bobby Bear had released a cover of Above and Beyond in 1962 as a B-side. The song had a different structure to the original hit. Buck's version starts with the chorus. It has added backing vocals and has a more skippy rhythm. You know a poor boy's chances for a pretty girl's glances are sometimes very few Although I got no money, if you be my honey, here's what I'll offer you I'll give you love, well, that's above and beyond the call of love And I'll never ever make you cry I'm gonna give you love above and beyond the call of love and love honey the money can't buy I think that this oh well I'll give you love that's above and beyond the call of love and I'll never ever make you cry became this I'll give you love well, that's above and beyond the call of love and I'll never ever make you cry then some of this was added I 
and the finished product sounded like this. Thank you for making it through to the end of episode 11 of Fenster's Funky Sevens. If you'd like to get in touch with the podcast, you can do so at fensterdj at gmail.com or at fensterdj on Twitter or Instagram. Tell me all the Calypso, Mental, Ska, Blue Beat songs that I, I didn't get to. Tell me of any other cool Irish show band songs that you know of because I have looked and they're very far and few between. To play us out, To Whom It Concerns got a big beat remix by Strictly Fish in 1999. Roll it there, Colette. on the show yesterday mentioned a new kind of music, ska. You know anything about it? How should I know? Nothing but a modern offshoot of reggae. Updated white rock influences. Definitely upbeat. They'll never become really popular because even though they made the backbeat more conventional, it's still too exotic for mass acceptance. <laughs>